I'm Jeff Rake. I'm Laura Putney. And I'm Margaret Easley. And we're exploring the drama and mystery of Manifest Episode 104, Unclaimed Baggage. What can you tell us about the evolution of the callings? So by the end of the pilot episode, we saw that there might be visual aspects to the calling. At the very end of that pilot episode, there is a visual component, right? We see the airplane through the point of view of Michaela when she's sitting in the church. She's all plain. And so we got out of the pilot episode knowing that a calling might be a voice in your head, but it also might be something visual. So now here in 104, the calling again takes on a visual form. It is at first following Sanvi around, then it's following Michaela. And it turns out that those two visions are puzzle pieces, if you will. And when Michaela and Sanvi put the puzzle pieces together, they end up kind of solving an important mystery. The calling is evolving, and it's evolving in a way that is allowing our passengers to complete their journey and help them draw connections between themselves and find connections between themselves and other people from the plane. For Sanvi, I think that the calling appearing to her in a visual form is particularly resonant because her training immediately tells her that now I'm not having just auditory hallucinations. This is a visual hallucination. And that triggers something for her. It's not the first time she's heard of or seen visual people having visual hallucinations. So for Sanvi, when she has this calling, instead of doing what Michaela might do, which is try to solve the puzzle, She immediately goes to what is happening inside my brain. That's her scientific point of view. That's those the questions that she's asking. So she immediately wants to get a better look inside her brain. And that's her response to the calling. Exactly. To elaborate on what Laura was saying, I think the callings in this episode um, give us a chance to see how each character responds to them with their own filter. You have Michaela, who the minute she sees it, she jumps into action and that doesn't turn out to be quite right. And then uh, Sanvi takes it and looks at it immediately as a medical mystery. She dives into that. And it's only when the two of them come together that they're able to put those puzzle pieces together and solve the, the calling. When will we be meeting other passengers of Flight 828? We will meet other passengers who are currently unfamiliar to us in a more significant way. So there might be a passenger or two who you've just glimpsed right now, and you'll find yourself taking a deeper dive with them as we get into later episodes. So that's coming down the line as well. And with the 191 passengers of it all, you know, we started with a manifest of 191 souls on board. Then Kelly died. We were down to 190. And then with 104, we discovered that there we're back to 191. So I wonder if there's something interesting about that number. Just to tease something else out, we even later talk about spaces on the plane, the seats that aren't filled. Tom is written on the Stone family refrigerator. Did Cal write that? Well, I think if Tom is on the fridge, that one can make the logical deduction that Cal sensed Thomas. We don't see that being written, just as we didn't see Own Your Truth being written in 103, we kind of found it after the fact. And so to hear, you know, this happened off screen and one can draw one's own conclusion. Bethany helps Thomas sneak onto the flight. Will him being a stowaway in a different part of the plane affect his callings? 
that certainly affected the way that he reacted and whether or not his location on the plane affects his callings, yet to be determined. Talk about what happened to Leo and where he might be. This is more of a comment on where Thomas and Leo found themselves prior to the plane leaving Jamaica than it is about the mystery of what happened to the plane. Because at that point, two years into the missing plane, it would be like the Malaysia flight. Everyone just thought this plane, these people were dead. Everybody had had moved on. And so Leo's response to that, to Thomas presumably dying, to the dangerous situation that he found being gay in Jamaica and with the legal trouble that they had found themselves wrapped up in. I think those are the circumstances that we would look to to see what happened to Leo more than the mystery of the airplane that we look to to see what happened to Thomas. Will the callings become easier for the characters to decipher moving forward? I don't think that I would answer that in any categorical way, but thematically, part of the significance of the callings is that they are helping our characters either learn something about themselves, learn something about others around them, uh, help them overcome albatrosses around their neck, right? And so we're trying to kind of live in that happy medium where the callings give our characters just enough to propel them forward, but are not so specific that they would deny our characters the ability to make a choice, to interpret what the callings mean, and to decide what to do with them. And so to that extent, I think you'll continue to see, for the most part, a certain level of ambiguity going forward. This calling has aspects that have both a scientific and a faith-based meaning. So for Sanvi, she sees footprints. She doesn't see an angel's wings. So Sanvi's, the calling that she sees has evidence. It has some sort of like scientific thing she can look for. So footprints, that's something that, that, you know, she's going to try to, she's going to say, follow the footprints. For Michaela, she sees wings on the same gray lady. She sees wings. So that has a more faith-based resonance. For her, that could be like an angel. There's an aspect of these callings that are speaking to people through the language that they understand. And then you need the two of them. You need to be all connected in order to solve them. And so in terms of the difficulty of deciphering what the callings mean, yeah, I think it will continue to be difficult in the sense that the calling is going to speak to people in the way that they can understand. And as as we go along, the callings are sort of a jumping off point, but people are going to have to navigate emotions. They're going to have to navigate physical things, government, people blocking them, their own shortcomings, their own insecurities. Their own moral compass. Their own moral compass. And so whether or not the calling comes into sharper focus, each mystery is going to be different. So I think the journey for each calling is going to be take us on completely different paths. Bethany isn't experiencing this calling, even though she's at the center of it. Speak to that. That someone experiences or doesn't experience a calling and yet is still part of the story, that is 
part of the mystery of the show and from a thematic place often when two people experience a calling part of that or sometimes all of that has to do with those two people having reason to be in each other's lives so for example here in this episode bethany yes is at the center of the story of thomas and yet it's Michaela and Son that you are experiencing the calling that brings them together. In my mind, Bethany already had her own puzzle piece in this mystery. She knew things. She knows Thomas. She knows his backstory. And ultimately, she has a memory when they're driving two-thirds through the episode. She has that epiphany about angels in America, and that kind of helps bring everything together. So, Do the characters have to follow the callings, or is it a choice? That's a great question. And that idea of compulsion, you have to follow the calling, is something that we explore on the periphery in the early episodes. And it's kind of implied in 101, and I would say 102 as well, that the callings kind of ring out more loudly in your head. They clang, they take on almost a headache-like quality if you are resisting. We don't talk about this so much in dialogue, but visually, I like to think that we're telling the story that the callings will not be denied. You can see it on Michaela's face. You can see it on Ben's face, again, in in the pilot, and also in 102, that uh, the longer you hesitate, the louder, the more forceful the calling becomes. So I do think there is an implication that they can't be ignored. And then there's the related question of what happens when you fail the calling, you get the calling wrong and other consequences associated with that, you know, we'll come to find in episodes just a few down the line that our characters at least come to believe that there are in fact consequences when they fail the calling. Jared is trying to get to the bottom of what's happening to Michaela. Should fans be worried for Jared? Jared was not on the airplane. And I think there's a particular quality that the calling has that is uh, not protective of the people on the plane, but just that they're all sort of in it together in some way. And they've all gone through this thing together. And the ones of our, the characters who are experiencing callings, they will come to form some kind of community. Even at the end of the pilot, we see that. These sort of 20 people standing there going, well, I know these other people, how are we what's going on in our heads that brought us all here together. And Jared is outside of that group. His his attachment to Michaela, I think, will bring him closer and closer sort of to the sun, to the danger. And we see it first here in 104, and I think it will continue to be a problem for Jared and a problem for Michaela and Jared and their relationship going forward. It could be a metaphor for um, his emotional state. He is in a dangerous emotional position because he is in love with a woman who is not his wife through no fault of his own. But he is taking his current situation and not completely removing himself. He he is still emotionally attached. And I think that is in any situation a dangerous situation. But because he is continuing to push toward a woman who has become involved in something that he was not part of. I think he's putting himself into a situation that could lead to a very um, upsetting moment. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed the ride. Ready for the next chapter of Manifest? Well, there is more mystery coming your way. Thank you for listening to this episode of Manifest, the official podcast. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen 
and please be sure to follow Manifest on socials at NBC Manifest on all platforms. <laughs>